Hello, this is Coach AA, and welcome to the March 12th edition. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how you can multiply your fitness levels. And you'll also get the backstory as to why we call the quad the quad. Let's begin. Now, unless you are ambidextrous, one hand of yours is stronger than the other, way stronger, and it is also capable of multiple tasks at a higher skill level. From brushing your teeth or putting food into your mouth or beating eggs for an omelette, one hand works really well, the other hand is, well, more like a claw sometimes, especially, say, when you want to write you get even uh, worse uh, in the difference, right? And this, of course, is not news to you. Now, this kind of imbalance exists in your body along with many others. And, you know, they don't really affect you. I mean, do you really need to be able to write with both hands? Not really. Sometimes, though, because we consistently overuse or overdo a movement on one, side and not the other. For example, tennis elbow. This is when the outer part of your elbow hurts. It's a common overuse injury and not just to tennis players. So, why do I bring that up? Well, simply because, you know, you're not going to play tennis with both hands. It's just how it is. These kind of imbalances exist and sometimes they affect us. But because these are, you know, beating eggs and brushing teeth and things like that, they don't really bother us too much. But when we go from here to the topic of fitness, you know, this left-right imbalance, and I don't mean what I can do with my right hand and my left hand, but can we look at this imbalance in fitness because that's what is holding us back. So, let me walk you through my journey as the example. About 15 years ago, I ran a half marathon. That's about 21 kilometers. Now, this was a mind-boggling accomplishment for me, considering I could not even run 500 meters a few months before that. And a few months before that, I could not even touch my toes. Well, thanks to Team Asha and the awesome running community, I was able to go from you know, not even being able to run for two minutes to running for two plus hours. I was not unfit, or so I thought. Then I went to a CrossFit workout. And I could not even last the warm-up. It took me three months of going regularly to CrossFit to finish a full workout. Now remember, I could run 21 kilometers by this time. This is not the, I can't run 500 meters phase, but I can run 21 kilometers in two hours phase. I just couldn't understand it. Here I am thinking I was fit and CrossFit is kicking my ass. And well, three months into CrossFit, I was able to finish workouts. But I kept 
pulling my back doing mundane things around the house this is something that's been happening to me from right when i was in middle school so every time i felt i was getting fit well it didn't feel that way i needed to understand more to quote coach dan john fitness is the ability to perform a task when i was running i was fit to run for an hour and cover about 10 kilometers in that hour before that i was not fit to run for 2 minutes and being fit to run 10 kilometers in an hour is not the same as being fit to do a crossfit workout they are two different tasks requiring different skills and strengths now even though there are overlaps there are a lot of gaps as well in fitness versus what fitness i had and even when i could hold my own in a crossfit class i was not fit to avoid pulling my back arbitrarily now you and i are similar we want to be able to do a variety of things and do them to a reasonable level of competence we need general fitness and not specific fitness to give a different example neera chopra needs to be fit for one task to throw the javelin as far as he can anything that does not add to the javelin traveling more is irrelevant to his fitness remember fitness is the ability to perform a task his task is to throw the javelin now in his sphere it is a rarefied air world class level that's the focus for the rest of us we want the ability to do a wide variety of tasks reasonably well we want general fitness in one of my earlier posts i introduced the concept of gpp or general physical preparedness I'm going to dive deeper into that today. Approach it from a different angle. So the question of why did I struggle at CrossFit even though I could run 21 kilometers kept bothering me. Why did I keep pulling my back even after I was good at CrossFit? Whatever that meant. Because of gaps in my GPP. Now, back to you. There are generally three primary reasons why you don't think about being well rounded in your fitness the first not having the time for it if you're someone who has time for fitness you don't have more time for fitness fair enough and i'm going to let you be if you don't have the time for it you're smart enough to know you need to create the time for it If you're already creating time for it well the rest of this is going to 
guide you towards why I need you to start thinking big picture. Now, the second reason is because you identify yourself in a box. Now, if you've trained with us at the quad, I have good news for you and you will see. But when I started, I identified myself as a crossfitter. I wouldn't do yoga and I was done with running. When I was running, I identified as a runner and I wouldn't do strength work. I wouldn't do any such thing. Either because it was irrelevant or unnecessary or I didn't have the time for it. Or the third reason is not having the framework for it. When I lifted barbells and was focusing on absolute strength, I could have worked on other aspects of my GPP that would not clash with strength. But I didn't know. Now, in the quad community, I'm going to use a runner or rather an endurance athlete as the example. Now, there are quite a few who train with us. They run multiple times a week. Running is their focus. And they travel for a race at least once a year. And one of our students very recently finished a full marathon and he shaved 80, 80 minutes off his previous time. It's ridiculous. That means they ran every kilometer of the race almost two minutes faster. And a small part of that can be attributed to our coaches who worked on the student's GPP. So, even if you identify yourself as a strength athlete, working on some complementary aspects will improve your performance. If you are an endurance athlete, as I just told you in the above example, with the runner shaving a stupid amount of time, working on your GPP will blow things up, will multiply your running. So what are the four attributes? in this framework. Strength, speed or power, endurance or stamina, and then mobility or joint health, flexibility is the fourth. Now, we can dig into each of these and blow them up into many slices. For example, endurance can be broken down based on the energy system. Is it aerobic? Is it glycolytic? It is alactic. And inside each of these, we can blow them up even further. For example, in aerobic, there's aerobic power, there's aerobic capacity. It's unnecessary. We will not be doing that for the purposes of today. The focus today is to start building a better framework and mental model about general fitness. We're going from, I do this one thing to, oh, this is why I need to look at four things. And yes, there's agility, there's balance, and there's a bunch of other things also. Yes, they do matter, but 
these four are the primary. Now we can keep listing 10, 20, 30 factors. More is not necessarily better, okay? Now this framework solves, I would argue, 85% of the problem. And most times, as you know, 80, 85% is good enough. So using strength, speed, endurance, and mobility, I will plot my quad. Ah, that's why we call the quad the quad, okay? Now it hel it'll help if you can look at the images in the post along with it. Now when I started, I couldn't touch my toes. So my mobility was extremely poor. I couldn't run 500 meters. So my endurance, extremely poor. I wasn't strong. So strength, extremely poor. I was, however, able to run 100 meters rather fast. Oh, this is because I was able to do this when I was a kid. And I was in my mid-20s, so that somehow stuck around because I would occasionally play ultimate and all that, even though I couldn't really keep up. So if you plot my quad, and we'll just use some numbers, my strength has one, my speed has four, my endurance has one, my mobility has one. It's a rather weirdly shaped figure. Now don't get caught up with the numerical values. Think of them as say ratios. How, what the actual number is, irrelevant for now. So what I do from that starting point, I worked on mobility. I did 30 days of yoga. And at the end of it, I was able to touch my toes. A dramatic improvement in my mobility. So my strength stayed the same. My endurance stayed the same. My mobility increased, not too much, but increased from its previously abysmal value, my speed stayed about the same. And then the next six months, I worked on running. What did my quad look like at the end of my 21K? An insane improvement in my endurance. So my speed stays the same, my strength stays the same. My endurance is now a much bigger component. So we'll just put some numbers to it in case you're not looking at the images. Strength is one, speed is four, endurance is six, mobility is three. You can already see a huge improvement in my GPP from say the 1411 to 1463 where I am. Now, if you plot it as a quadrilateral, you'll see that the area, which is what my general fitness is, has multiplied multiple times. After my 21K, I went to CrossFit. Now CrossFit, their goal is to work on all of these attributes. Okay, that's the goal. That's why CrossFit, cross-functional fitness. So my strength increased a little bit. My endurance increased quite a bit because I was working on high intensity training, whereas previously I was working on aerobic training. And my speed increased because my strength increased. Speed is a component of 
strength. After about a year and a half of CrossFit, I spent quite a bit of time working on just my absolute strength because that was my biggest gap. So at the end of it, I was at a much better place. Again, putting some numbers, my strength at a six, my endurance is at a six, my speed's at a six, my mobility is at a three or four. Now, around this time, this is around 2011, Raj and I had a working system. We had dabbled in a bunch of other systems. We had attended certifications. We had learned quite a bit. And we had experimented on each other quite a bit. And we adapted our learnings and created the first draft of the quad method. And today, after about a year, uh, sorry, about a decade of training using that method, my quad looks very different. So again, you can refer to the image. And my numbers are about 8888. Eight, eight. Starting from 1411 to 8888. Eight, eight. Dramatic. And it's not just the multiplication factor. It's the balance factor. I am no longer overdoing one or the other. So that's the goal. Why is that the goal? Because it gives you a foundation to do anything you want from here. You want to go to, uh, you know, you want to try a triathlon? Great. You're not starting from scratch. You have a bunch of things going on. A triathlon requires a, a few specific skill improvements, primarily uh, endurance. So you have a foundation and you go work on your endurance alone while maintaining the base here. So let's say you are at a 6666. You become a 6686 while you're training for your triathlon. And then let's say you're, uh, you want to uh, hike 10 days up to uh, base camp. Now, that's a different kind of endurance. It requires strength. It requires long duration strength, which is, well, endurance differently, but a different kind of endurance. I'm confusing you. Just the bigger the quad, the better. The more squarish the quad, the better. Strength is the foundation. Everything else springs from it. So for those of you um, from the quad who are listening to this, our benchmark workouts, our assessments, calculate the score for these four attributes. And from those, we put them into a formula that takes into account your age, your gender, and a couple other factors to arrive at a quad. So what's next then? Well, to sum it up, remember, fitness is the ability to perform a task. And you do not need to hyper-specialize here. Even if you are an endurance athlete or a strength athlete, which is your specialization, what I mean by hyper-specialize is you should not omit everything else 
because when you form your quad and reasonably balance it, again, an endurance athlete is going to have a much bigger endurance component. But if you can get your speed, mobility, and strength component to reasonable levels, and reasonable is, well, reasonable. From, say, 9222 to 9555, your levels will be, your running performance, your endurance performance in your event will be insanely better. Now, if you're a, somebody into fitness already, your first step is to plot this for yourself and to get as close to a square as possible. After that, you start working on increasing the size of your quad. The more the area of your quad, well, the fitter you are. And to wrap it up, remember, enough is enough. At some point, stop with the more game. A good-sized quad will ensure you look great, you feel great, you play your recreational sport at a high level, you will blow away everybody around you. Well, of course, skill in that sport will matter, but you will not be gassed out. You will be standing comfortably. And from here, your sphere of outside activities increases. The amount of things you can do just keeps spiraling up. You can take on new challenges every year. As I said, hike up to base camp, enter a triathlon, enter a lifting competition, anything. Your foundation is amazing. And then you look at the specific demands of the new challenge you're taking up and you just spend a little bit of time doing that while maintaining your base. Check that off. Next year, something else. Have fun doing it. And well, that's that. I hope you got a good understanding of why you and I need general fitness. And even if you are somebody who's looking to improve performance in one specific type of activity, you will multiply your performance in that activity when you look at these other attributes you might be neglecting. Whew. Well, that's it from me, folks. I will see you next week. I'd love to hear back if you made it this far. This is Coach A signing off. Bye.